1: Welcome to My Brother, My Brother and Me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. I'm the middle brother, Dave
2: Holmes, captain of the industry.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And I am the youngest brother, Rhea Butcher, the Lady James Dean or Pamplemousse. If you so choose, uh, wh-
1: uh, what a joy to be here on My Brother, My Brother, and Me. It's Max Fun Mix'em Up Week. Sure is. Uh, this has a real name, and that is not what it is. And I'm the owner of MaximumFun.org. I should know what it is. <laughs> but the point is that everyone is flip uh all this week, and the three of us are uh, in for the Brothers Mac. Uh, I, of course, am the host of uh, Bullseye with Jesse Thorne and mm-hmm. uh, Jordan Jesse Go and the, the bailiff on Judge John Hodgman. Uh-huh. I am the host of International Waters and nothing else.
3: <laughs> and I, Rhea Butcher, am the host of Wham Bam Pow and nothing else.
1: To be fair, Dave, at any given time, you're the host of... 15 to 20% of America's television programs <laughs> not so much anymore have you abandoned I, television
0: programs
3: America's television sweetheart you, you're uh, so I, busy. Have,
0: I
1: have a show that might be coming back Uh huh.
2: we don't know yet yeah uh, but no writing has really been sort of my focus you recently got a, you got a book,
3: coming out. You're I got a book for, coming out
2: you're writing for Esquire that's correct all yeah. kinds of
1: stuff have you seen Dave's stuff in Esquire really?
2: I have
3: seen Dave's stuff in Esquire it's great stuff in Thanks. Esquire
2: uh, also um, my this, this is a true story probably shouldn't address it but <laughs> why not let's yeah. do it sure who cares Yeah. my TVA Agent disappeared. What? Disappeared. What? Disappeared. Well, like oh on God. a vacation, like in Bermuda. Legitimately, yeah. nobody knows where he is. Wow. He left the agency. Is this
3: the next season of Serial?
2: Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Sounds good to me. Uh, I got an email from his private account saying, "I'm not. I'm not at Paradigm anymore, and uh, and I'll get back to you. In, you know, in, in the next couple of weeks. That was six months ago. I haven't heard from him. Whoa. He's just gone. And and, and like I know other people who are, were rep by him. They don't know where he is. Nobody knows where he what is. What a
3: Hollywood caper.
2: It's a real Hollywood caper. That is
1: amazing.
2: Dave. It's it's kind of amazing, yeah. And your... I've been so busy doing other things that I haven't tried to get an agent. So I'm like, I'm kind of <laughs> I'm kind of just hanging out right now.
3: Footloose and agent free.
2: Footloose and agent and manager free. Wait, I'm, I'm like Bill Murray,
1: but much less successful. <laughs> Was this agent inconsistent in the past? There were, there were. Uh, I mean, all the agents. There, you go through periods where they
2: won't call you back. As I understand, that's that. for sure. That's definitely true, uh, especially in my case. But uh, he, he would vanish for for a couple of weeks at a time, and and there was always some sort of like family emergency, and and his family was in another country, so mm-hmm. so it was like okay, it, it was plausible that there could be you know numerous family emergencies, but I th- <laughs> I think that it was more.
3: Do you think? Given that you're saying other countries and all those things, do you think that perhaps this gentleman is a double agent?
2: I would I would buy it. I would believe it. I think he's a double agent. He could be. He could be.
3: This is a great movie pitch, by the way. Yeah, a double, double agent, agent who's a who's Hollywood agent. agent.
1: <laughs> yeah, welcome
2: to
3: show yeah. business, my brother, my brother
1: and me. Yeah, we're bringing a little Boom. Hollywood to the table here. <laughs> sure. Sorry, McElroy brothers, have fun and fly over Listen, we're like we're
2: we're deep inside the industry. We yes. can't we can't help but talk about it. We're it's we're our daily lives. We live and breathe it. Yeah.
1: Dave hosts a television show for a cable channel that no one is sure really exists. <laughs> it's true. It, I it does hosted exist. a cable. I hosted a television show for a cable network that nobody really exists that got canceled after 4 months 5 uh, years ago IFC exists uh Rhea has a Rhea's working on a new TV show oh, yeah. so everybody here TV is in shows. show business yeah, yeah. Lindsay's, show. Lindsay's on the boards this week oh. she's got her <laughs> own uh, she's got her own web series Lin- Brian and Lindsay oh, will totally eat don't that Don't I know it it's Hilarious! Dave got really upset when he found some of the Brian and Lindsay. We'll totally eat that food sure in the did. closet. Oh, yeah. I found some soft Oreos with a pink center. Ugh. Yeah, like they like they had been cooked rare. There, I don't, <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs>
2: no, thank you. Okay, guys, Oreo people, let's of get Japan. into
1: some advice. Uh, here's a letter from Pugnacious in the Panhandle. Oh boy, my best friend and I have lived together for two years. Three months ago, he confessed his undying love to me, and now we have been dating. Ever since I am a girl. Okay. It's been going pretty perfectly, except for one thing we fight constantly. Not personal fights, but arguments about the effect of light on silicon breasts versus real breasts, who would get pulled over faster, a Jeep or a Saab, are sandals okay to wear, etc. We've always argued like this, and I like that we can debate about things. But now that we are dating, it hardly promotes romantic affections, and we can't just leave it alone like we used to. How can me and my boyfriend find a way to debate without going over the top into an unnecessary fight? This mm. is a classic. This huh. is a classic. Uh, this is a classic nerd's dilemma. <laughs> it sure <laughs> is. Yeah, so I want to have. I think we've all faced this. Yeah, I want to have ridiculous,
2: useless fights about nothing that are just sort of like uh, a like th- this to me is like a step down from playing settlers of catan in a bar yeah you know what i mean like yeah. having <laughs> the effect of light on silicon nobody knows or cares. you don't care yeah. you just want to fight and it, and by the way they're not unnecessary because they got you together as a couple
1: yes. are there things i are Great there other in. fun things that they could do together like, well, I think that might be, like, they're so used to having this classic activity of picking an arbitrary distinction and right. fighting over it.
3: They could figure out a way to discuss these things as opposed to fight over these things. Because if this is a relationship that they consider to be the one, that's mm-hmm. what, how you're going to you're gonna have to figure that out. Right. You're going to have to figure out how to say, like, well, you know what? I just think silicon breasts take light in a different way. Mm-hmm. and just be the one that leaves it alone, right? right.
2: We're going to have to agree to disagree about exactly. this thing
1: that doesn't affect because
2: anyone.
3: Because she I think says this is like, like, they quitting. used to leave it alone. I
1: think it's like quitting smoking. I yeah. think you have to give something else to occupy the oral fixation. Get a rubber band and yeah. put
3: it around their wrists and snap it every snap, time snap, they fight. Snap.
1: Maybe they should just read that one book about quitting smoking Alan that everyone likes so much. The
3: Easy Way Method, which I promote and used myself. Yeah, yeah. there yeah, you go. I did. How long did you smoke? Uh, 16 years.
1: Wow.
2: 12 for me. I have not
3: smoked in four.
1: I haven't smoked in
2: what uh, is 11. The,
3: how does the
1: method work? Congrats, Dave. Thank you. you it too. actually
3: is just like a reprogramming of your brain and not in a culty way. Well, it
1: sounds like these guys need to reprogram their brains. They do. Where I mean, you just go like, otherwise. oh,
3: I don't, don't and never needed this thing because it's not doing anything for me. Right. Nicotine, the drug, doesn't actually do anything for you other than rewire your brain. So basically the book is anti-nicotine. You know, oh, or n- sure. nicotine kryptonite, if yeah. you will.
0: Did
1: you do did you do anything to replace it or just rewire no. your brain? Rewire How did you rewire your brain? Did you By reading the book. Got it. And so like, maybe Actually, they should I listened to the audiobook book.
3: which was really helpful having another person telling me those things and then having that person's voice as my inner monologue instead of myself because yeah. I can talk myself into and out of basically anything. I think but if a- I have a British dude telling yeah. me, you don't need this filthy weed are, in are my you- head, then I can... Stick you, with it.
2: Are you a huge prissy nightmare about uh, cigarette smoke? like yes, I am. I hate it. I hate it so Except, much. Except
3: like one out of every 10, I'll go, oh, that smells delicious.
2: Yes, it's going to be zero out of a million. I'm sure a it is. I used to be year, angrier
3: about it. When I first quit, I was Fuck. like, this is disgusting oh. at everybody on the street. But now I can just silently do that. Mm hmm. Um, but, yes, I hate I can't, it. It's I can't. disgusting. I'm so
2: utterly repulsed by it that I can't believe how much I used to
3: love it. I loved it. And loved I walked it. into a bar in Atlanta. I was in Atlanta recently. And I looked around and there were ashtrays on the – because we opened the door and I went, what the hell is this? And then there yeah. were ashtrays on all the tables. And I was like, we got to get out of here. There's no way.
2: Because <laughs> yeah.
3: apparently you can still smoke in bars in Atlanta. Oh, My so recommendation
1: that. is that they learn karate
2: together.
3: That's or, a good or point. Or just,
2: you know what, like I, this letter to me feels like, like – To me, uh, the subtext is, aren't we adorable? (laughs) <laughs> Aren't we just a pair of little stinkers and like, listen to me and the cute little arguments that we have. She doesn't really care. She's obviously turned on by the, by the arguments. So is he. That's mm-hmm. how they got together. It was a Dave and Maddie and moonlighting kind of a situation. They finally gave into their yep. passions. They're going out now. She's like, eh, is this a problem? No, it's not a problem. It's what keeps mm-hmm. your, your weird, unhealthy relationship alive.
1: Right <laughs> before the microphones went on, we were talking about Magnum P.I. I think we should really focus in all our cultural references to 1981. Like, uh, <laughs> okay, well, moonlighting was like 87. Oh, okay, 87. 86, 87. That's Let's pretty Let's just reasonable.
3: focus on the 80s. How about that? Mm-hmm. We yeah. could just do the Let's whole thing. Let's do it 80s. totally 80s. Ria, you, got a, you got a Yahoo there for us? I do have a Yahoo. Uh, this was sent in by Ty Von Plinski, uh, and this is from Yahoo Thanks, Answers Ty. user Sierra. My phone won't Sierra. turn on after blood moon last night, question, question mark. I went outside to go watch the moon, and I grabbed my phone to take some pictures, and it glitched, and then wouldn't turn on. Still won't. Did this happen to anyone else, or is it just a coincidence?
1: Yeah, I think it's because of the blood moon.
3: I think it's because of the blood moon. I also think it's because of Jake Arietta's performance that evening against, I believe, the Pirates. I don't almost no. threw a perfect game, no hitter.
1: I have a quick question. Yes, mm-hmm. I have been pregnant with a demon baby since the blood moon. Do you oh, think yeah. they're related? Uh, no. uh, that could be. That there could <laughs> be. That could be a relation. I uh, is to it be kick, fair? As you have you felt a kick? <laughs> uh, I felt... Uh, it felt more like a punch. Okay.
2: Oh. Okay. Yeah, this is starting yeah. to add up.
1: Okay. Uh, but I punch should invaded. add one other thing. Mm-hmm. Uh Right before the blood moon, uh, just because I was so excited about the blood moon, mm-hmm. uh, I allowed myself to make love to a demon. Oh, see? There's your trouble. Um, who...
3: Did this have anything to do with the blood moon, or, or you were just into demon it? demon
1: seed deep oh. inside me. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Uh, are but your I'm eyes... still thinking blood moon, right? I mean, it was sure. like 25% bigger than a regular moon. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. It was a beautiful night, Has wasn't your
3: phone it? been working since the demon impregnated you?
1: No, but I... It was inside the demon for quite a long time. The phone
3: was inside the yeah. demon for, okay. And
1: it might have gotten gummed up. You know, yeah, the works do you have like a square
3: up. trade on that phone? Like, I
1: do not. Oof. I did not get the extra warranty. It's not I think covered by demon water are, damage. Yeah. Oh, boy.
3: Accidental demon water damage. <sighs>
1: <laughs> have you thought about names? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I'm, my first thought is uh, Bialthusub's Jr. Oh, that's fun. Just because it just sort of in a tribute to the dad, and sure, uh, but also it's bus. like you're making it your own. Yeah, that's it's like Fernie. Really nee. Yeah, exactly. Instead of Anthony. Okay. <laughs> well, the pH. Uh, yeah. My wife flips out when the tiniest thing in her day goes amiss. She gets stuck in traffic. Yep. The kid wakes up thirty minutes early. The person in front of her at at Heb. H E B is that a bank?
2: Yeah,
3: uh, I was trying no, to figure it's a out uh, I'm...
1: it's a grocery store. Yeah, I can't figure out how to debit card. <laughs> um,
3: teach me how to debit. The, okay. Teach me. Teach me how to debit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a great teen dance craze. <laughs> uh, the problem is she messages me when she's upset about this stuff, and while I try to be supportive, she does it so often I've run out of supportive responses. Any suggestions for responses aside from the usual "I'm sorry," "wish I could help," and Sad face emoji, emoji? question mark, from sad face emoji in Austin. <laughs> mm, I see. Yeah.
2: Well, once again, the, the key word here is wife. This is not just a thing that just started happening yeah. six months ago, I don't
1: think. This is someone you chose to build a life with.
2: Right. This has been going on for some time. This is the relationship that you're in. Yeah. So get used to it. Yeah.
3: Get used <laughs> to it, or you have to just, like, wean them off of it. Right. In, like... Only responding to one out of three or two out of you know, what however you gotta do it. Right. Of just like sorry, then not the next one.
1: Is there a cognitive behavioral therapy emoji? <laughs> yeah,
3: wonder. it's a knee tapper. There's a <laughs> knee tapper emoji in there, I think. Yeah. Back and forth, back and forth.
2: I'm I am in a relationship actually that is not unlike this right now. I have a friend who uh, constantly constantly asks questions. Uh-huh. Mm. just const just at all times and uh, and like it's stuff that you don't need to ask like at all like, okay. I'm, we're gonna need an like, example here Dave um, yep. like uh, you know what kind of what kind of toilet paper should I get or <laughs> or wow. like uh, you really whats don't the, have what's to the ask name that of that question what's the name of that bar that's shaped like uh, a barrel and then and then like <laughs> a minute later the idle hour like he'll think of it and then text in me and it's like, I already fucking know. Yeah. And it's just like, it keeps going and, is, and we've become like closer friends, but it keeps going. And it's not just me. Like, and like, even when it's not a group text, I, I, other people will have gotten the same question. <laughs> no. And now, uh, and now, and then if you, if you don't give an answer right away, then you get the question mark. Again, oh yeah.
3: Oh, that's aggressive. Which
2: is fucking aggressive. And now he's he's shopping for a new car. And oh, I just no. I just see I just see oh, disaster. No. Is on the really horizon. out of
3: business oh. question mark? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just feel like there're going to be so many fucking questions. And it's like it was sort of a charming peccadillo for a while and now it's getting to the point where it's like, all right.
3: So do your stop. friends have like a side conversation of like who yes. got the text? Yes. Wow. Yeah.
2: Uh yeah. I feel and like it's... you
3: show that person that and you just go, this is what you've done to us. Yeah. So, yeah, so. this is what you've reduced <laughs> us to. We're men in our this 40s. This is what's going on. Yeah. Then maybe he might change. Dave, I, I
1: don't, I'm not going to pretend, I, I'm not going to be a pretend to be an expert on interpersonal relationships, mm-hmm. but. I am an expert on the world of interactive CD-ROMs. Yeah. And my suggestion is that you get this guy a copy of Microsoft and Carta. Uh, it not <laughs> it only is. has a lot of information on all kinds of subjects, it also has full motion video clips mm-hmm. and illustrations that you can uh, copy and save and use for school reports. Aren't there 3D
3: yeah. worlds in there, too, where you can check out the cherry tree gardens in Washington, D.C. in a full 360-degree view?
1: It's a pretty thrilling development. What a, I don't know what
3: if a friend, wild ride.
1: If if your friend has a Philips CD interactive, uh, it's oh, going to be a lot easier does, for him to take guy. a look at it. Um, um, I'm going to. Um, uh, I'm
2: going to. I'm looking for some. You guys keep talking. I'm going to see if I can find some other. that. No, I'm just going to see if, if <laughs> there's some really good uh, questions in here. Uh, just keep. No, I'm not going to. No, I'm not going to fucking blow him up. I like
3: mean, that. the no. wife. The thing. You just got to – I mean, you just got a letter. Either. Either you have to not care about the fact that she's doing that and just. Not care anymore. Right. Or you really got to wean her off of it. Yeah. You got to do the easy way. She doesn't need your answers. She will live without the filthy weed of your answers. Uh-huh. Right? And just. It's <laughs> your
1: answer to every single question that we get filthy today. Weed. Going to be reprogram
2: your brain, <laughs> yeah,
3: basically. <laughs> yeah, and
2: what's what's maybe like a deterrent? Like there, there are you know there are those collars that will emit like a terrible oh, smell. Oh, citronella or something. collars for dogs. Yeah. Yeah, for dogs. Yeah. Maybe you can is get there one a way that you can? Well, yeah, get her a collar. If that doesn't work, <laughs> <Is> she, <laughs> then just is she if she starts, at all? if she if she like texts something that seems frivolous or you know too well, too much or too upset or whatever, uh, do respond in a way that you know is going to annoy her. You know what I mean? Yeah, just good point. Like, yeah. yeah. So that it's like, this is what you get. This is what you, you get. Just write and, back like Hodor or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. No matter what she writes, write Hodor. Right. Or like a picture of, you know, uh, Gary Busey or whatever. Just anything. Just yeah. anything.
1: Yeah. You, a, a soft pink Oreo. I would recommend, I mean, my recommendation is you got to make a hotkey. you got to make a Busey hotkey. I mm-hmm. don't want you to have to go through all the steps of, Copy I guess, paste. probably Keep drawing a picture of Gary Busey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with ASCII in art, oils. I would <laughs> love to see an ASCII art Busey. <laughs> that seems like something my brother, my brother, and me fans could deliver to us. ASCII Busey, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Put that on Tumblr. There we go. Hashtag welcome to Night Vale. <laughs> what do we got on the Yahoos, Rhea? On
3: yahoos the, on the Yahoos sent in by Ira Ray from Yahoo's answer user <laughs> Purple Zeebs! Exclamation point. Jesus Christ. How can I face my fears? I have this huge fear of corn mazes. Question. <laughs> Sounds nuts, I know, but you watch Children of the Corn and tell me you aren't afraid, too. Also, my cousin got killed in a corn maze five years ago. <laughs> How come they didn't lead with that? <laughs> and I'm now even more terrified. Update. I want to face my oh, fear because oh, eventually I will have to go through a corn maze when I go with my friends on Halloween to Canfield's Haunted Attraction, and I don't want to be shown like the chicken.
2: You don't, I don't want to be. That's the last thing he wants to be like shown the
3: like. I don't want to be shown like the chicken.
2: Oh, shown like the chicken. I understand now. It sounds
3: kind of. like a anime uh, Back to the Future Part there Two.
2: There are few things in the world that are easier to avoid than a corn maze. <laughs> yeah are you know I mean? really
1: conspicuous. Yeah, yeah you won't just win.
2: find yourself in one. <laughs> exactly. It, it, like a rainstorm. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right, like, exactly. corn's not going to fall out of the sky. Hey, Marv, I, it it I was looking for pattern. Circuit
1: City, but all I see here is
3: corn. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. arrows.
2: Um, no, yeah,
1: I don't, I'm not buying this one at all. I'm not buying this either. one at all. You no. guys are from the Midwest. Have you guys been in
3: corn mazes? You know what? The no. first time I was in a corn maze- out here, really? And, I didn't even. And, oh, know they you had know what? Yeah, I went to one California. by the Sherman
2: Oaks Galleria a couple <laughs> yeah, years ago. That was my first one. Was also. it right yeah. by
3: the cemetery? Maybe. Because I, I really. went to one that was across the street from a cemetery that actively had a funeral going on, and I felt <laughs> very it was bad for this,
1: for this guy's cousin about yeah. celeb-
3: exactly about celebrating Halloween across the street from people that were actively mourning the loss of a, a family dead member. person
1: who was about to come back as a spook.
3: Yeah, in the corn maze. <laughs> yeah terrifying.
1: I mean they could have come back as a ghoul. You don't know that they would have no, come, come back, back as, a as, as a spook. I know this guy. <laughs> okay, uh, got it.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: I uh I this yeah, I just don't buy it at all. I mean, you, you can don't also have just to be like
3: do it. I don't like corn mazes. It kind of freaks me out. My my whoever my cousin was killed in a corn maze i think everybody's gonna be like sure fine just hang out by the jack and lanterns we'll be back in five minutes these things don't take very long
2: yeah i mean and like was <laughs> killed how like succumbed, succumbed to maze? cancer in the middle of a corn maze <laughs> like is was the death attributable to a corn maze was he lost forever was he and in never got the out, corn maze they found his when they were
3: like taking down the corn maze and yeah. he, was he was courageous
1: throughout his 18 month battle
2: uh-huh and then finally, no, the corn
3: maze <laughs> uh,
2: with I, stomach
1: cancer. I'm gonna go one better. I don't like Halloween at all.
2: I yeah. don't like I don't like scary no movies. I especially don't like the shitty scary pseudo Japanese scary movies Ooh. that have come out in America in the last 15 years, oh. where all their posters look like a, a I... copier or mistake, and and like and everyone's all herky jerky, and there's like a kid climbing down the stairs or whatever and then in the corner. And They're head fucking head stupid. Cl- yes, no I thanks. don't like haunted houses. Me I don't like sexy costumes. No. Nope. I don't like fucking crowds in West Hollywood As Dan or Grand Village. Says,
3: Halloween is straight people pride. It is. Not into it. I will yeah, say this like As a child and looking back as an adult at to my childhood, Halloween was one of my favorite oh, I loved uh it. uh holidays because yeah. I could dress up as a man <laughs> and nobody cared. They were yeah. like, Oh, that's
2: cute. Yeah.
3: Clark Kent again. I was C three PO for like
2: four years, running. Yeah. A prissy British robot. And you know exactly cared. what I aspire to be. I
3: loved it. But yeah. now as an adult, it's like, can we all just grow up a yeah. little bit? Stop it. Stop. It, you're carving a pumpkin. You're 38 years old. Let's yeah. get on with this. How about, like, th- at the age
2: at which at which you would stop willingly eating fistfuls of Skittles, <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's when you stop having Halloween. Yeah, you know, It's yep. not for you anymore. Yeah, it's for it's children. Not, Let them have it. I had a really traumatic Halloween experience as a kid. I went through a brief period of incredibly ambitious Halloween costumes. I would say between the ages of, like... 10 and 12 like before it when it when i was old enough to have to have big dreams but not quite old enough to be ashamed of them (laughs) to be crushed by them (laughs) yeah and uh i i built with the help of a friend of my mom's who was a professional sculptor (laughs) um i built a shark that was biting my head off like i was like a surfer guy and we built like a five foot tall Paper mache – no, foam rubber on a, on a chicken wire frame shark uh-huh. that I wore on my shoulders sort of like uh, the way that you would wear a barrel if you had lost everything in the Great Depression. Yes, <laughs> right. And it had like a window that I could look out of because the shark was over my head and went uh-huh. up into the air. And I was in the boys and girls club, or actually, it was just a boys club—the Columbia Park Boys Club in the Mission District Uh, of San Francisco. The old boys
0: club. The old boys
1: club, (laughs) where we all, uh, uh, where we all bought and sold the poor (laughs) around, and smoked stogies around the old bumper pool tables. Thirty presidents. And um, and uh, late night hosts. There was a costume contest, and I finished second. Um,
3: What did you get beat out by?
1: A guy who was wearing his dad's police uniform. Oh, come oh. on. That's
3: Cut not even the a real shit. costume. Cut. That's ridiculous. Wait a minute. Now, granted, he was, was carrying dad's a gun. his <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, no,
1: it was incredible. So, okay, so the first prize was something great, I mean, to me. You know, it was course. like tickets to Marine World Africa USA or something like that. Uh, the second prize, I swear to God, this is true. There's a case of Diet 7 Up and a case of Strawberry Carnation oh, instant
3: breakfast. Steep what? drop off from first to second. That was steep just drop-off
2: that was oh, there. A
3: case of That no one second, wanted.
2: Third, third prize was some mail. <laughs> and a
3: case of couple, couple of catalogs. Yeah. Diet 7 Up. Ooh.
2: Oh, that's Diet not cool 7 Up at all.
3: is quite possibly the most useless soda on the face of the planet. <laughs> Um, Oh my God, that was a low
1: moment in my my childhood. My
3: best Halloween costume, which I cannot find a photograph of, which is killing me, was when I dressed up, I believe at age nine or 10, as Data from Star Trek The Next Generation, full makeup, even had a tricorder and everything. Can't find the tricorder either. Found the box to the tricorder. Can't find the tricorder.
2: That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Great costume. When I was, I think, eight or nine... Um, I had been C three PO for like three or four years running, <laughs> and and it was like the you know like the old timey like box that you would get from, from a drugstore oh, yes. costume where it was like plastic, the plastic mask plastic. and yeah and then like plastic like a plastic pullover. sort of like
1: tarp thing that, that would have like a a, a fresco of I, scenes from <laughs> Star Wars. I, or I love the, Empire the Strikes idea Back. That, Like at, on November first, you returned it to its special corner of your dresser mm-hmm. where it was okay for you to be gay. Uh, Like you had a special magical box No Of of gay things you were allowed to have No No no. (laughs) I didn't even have that Uh, No I think we got new
2: ones every year um, yeah, oh, I think so was, you just
3: picked C-3PO every year. Yeah. That's um, even better, but, actually. Yeah, did. But That's then,
2: awesome. Yeah, I mean, because it would be new and improved. There would be, you know, whatever. Yeah, um, New, stretchier
3: elastic on the yeah, face mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: New ways to suffocate. And uh, I uh, one year I was like, all right, I'm finished with C-3PO. I want to do something new. I wanted to be a punk rocker. And, like, this was probably 1979, 80. So, like, we didn't. Like punk rock was just anything that wasn't normal. I mean, that's right? pretty edgy. Right.
1: Punk rock's pretty edgy in yeah. 1979 or 80 in yeah, St. Yeah. Louis, Missouri, especially
2: in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, so, uh, and I and I said that. I was over at a friend's house for dinner, and her mother was like, "I've got just the thing," and she went into her closet and she pulled out a uh, a silver sequin pantsuit. Like a, like a little jumper, <laughs> jumpsuit kind of a deal with a matching beret. Oh and she was like, this God. used to be mine. I used to disco dance in it. I don't wear it anymore. Take it, cut it up, do whatever you want. And I was like, that's exactly what I'm going to do. And, uh, and I took it home and I modeled it for my family. And I was like, I'm going to be a punk rocker. <laughs> and, uh, and my brothers who are older were like, that's not at all what a punk rock <laughs> that's not that's not at all, right And I was like, and I remember this God, I remember this so fucking vividly, I was like, but I can do the splits just like Mick Jagger <laughs> Mick Jagger doesn't do the splits. Nope. Yeah. Uh, the splits are not considered a punk rock move. No. Mick Jagger's not considered a punk rock person,
1: nope. no uh, you also were thinking, also, you were, also I could not do the splits. I think you were thinking of a real punk rocker uh which is say james brown the godfather maybe of Soul. Yeah, yeah
2: yeah um but still like it was clear that i could not be deterred or and, I, and I wore a tune amazing
3: did you wear everybody the thought i was a pimp
2: it? oh yeah you fucking oh yeah i bet i did I, yeah literally did like a lot not... of people asked me a small child whether i was a pimp
3: did you alter the costume in any way the outfit that she gave
2: you yeah i mean i think i made some cuts oh, okay. to it just to say. just to make it fit you any i love safety pins uh, probably. I mean, your safety pin seems central. <laughs> you would think. But yeah, no, I think I was just really happy to be in glitter. Uh, my friend whose mother had given me that, we trick-or-treated together, and she went as a calculator.
3: Oh, <laughs> calculator. That's <laughs> fun.
2: And I fucked that up. Um, but it's, yeah, she a little sandwich board with numbers on it. Yeah, oh, that's fun. And on the back it said, I'm a T.I. You know what?
1: That is <laughs> legitimately fun. Okay.
3: That's a fun costume. I enjoy yeah, I think that. so.
1: I think so. Okay, it
2: concerned my family.
1: I'm glad that way. we're I'm glad that we're talking about uh, I'm glad that we're talking about uh, ghost schools and goblins uh, because this question concerns ghosting. Mm. I have recently started my second year of college. I ghosted my friends from high school that are going to different schools so that I wouldn't have to have it fade away and get awkward, have high school fade away and get awkward. Mm. That will happen no matter what. Yeah. I feel like I was mainly just friends with them because the school was small and it was either them or no friends. Yeesh. Well, now <laughs> one of them is transferred to my school and I see him around in my dorms and in my classes. Should I acknowledge him now or just keep ghosting from Guilty Ghost in Granite State? I oh. want to say first and foremost, uh, uh, like ghosting means leaving without saying goodbye, I think. Yeah. But- um, in hip hop slang, a ghost to ghost someone is to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> to turn them into turn <laughs> them said ghost. Yeah, Pac-Man and so ghosts. I'm uh, I'm imagining uh, I'm imagining this young gentleman or lady. Just being like, ooh, I do not want to deal with post-college awkward friend uh-huh. relationships. I better kill my friends. I better <laughs>
0: murder all
1: of these friends. They wouldn't even have been my friends if it wasn't such a small high school. Yeah, Oof. yeah. I
2: mean, it's their fault, really. Yeah. Time to kill Why them.
3: Why did they have to be around?
2: Yeah. So uh, rude. This, this is a person who seems uh, to be afraid of adult relationships. <laughs> yes. Yeah and all their complexity. Ooh, boy. Um yeah, I think uh it it absolutely behooves this person to say like uh yeah, let I'm going to be I'm going to be an adult and I'm going to explain my behavior around
1: you. Yeah. Yeah. I think you could ju- I think they could ju- uh uh you could just say for example uh hey, uh nice to see you in my class. I hope whatever college you went to before you transferred <laughs> in here was good. Yeah. Well, anyway, See you you around around. the dining hall. Yeah, (laughs)
2: Yeah. You're not, yeah, you don't have any particular, like, duties anymore.
3: (laughs) And then when that person says, hey, do you want to hang out? You're like, "Mm, I'm pretty busy with school. If that person says,
2: hey, do you want to hang out? Here's what you do. Um, (laughs) Tell them to close their eyes and count to 10. (laughs) While they're doing that, just run away. Just run away. If you have classes in common, transfer out of them. (laughs) Just hide from the person. That's the best thing to do.
3: Hide. Be passive.
1: If you do want to be friends with them, I mean, I would recommend showing them how to Dougie. Yes, sure. You know, I think that's going to be yeah, that's going to be your best bet. If you can share the gift of dance, sure. um, then you're sure. pretty rock solid. Absolutely. You want Absolutely. to do one more uh, one more Yahoo before we go into the money zone? Yeah, the money let's zone. do
3: one more Yahoo. Well, we have a final Yahoo. Is that the one I'm supposed to do right now? Okay, dogie. All right. Well, then I get to choose which one is more open to let. You know what? I'm going to do this one. Uh, Sent in by Zoe Kinsky. Zoe Kinsky, thank you, Zoe Kinsky, daughter of Klaus Mm -hmm. Uh, and Natasha, (laughs) Nastasha (laughs) from Yahoo Answers user. Sorry, something has gone wrong. (laughs) Can cars feel love? (laughs) I really like cars and love driving. I especially like driving well-engineered cars the way they were designed to be driven. Read too fast. That's, mm. that's my inference there. Yeah. I recently bought a new car, and it just amazes me daily. So tight and quick. mm This is making me feel weird. But I swear, it can feel my love. If I let it get dirty or allow the inside to become not immaculate, it dot, 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 show more. <laughs> it's printed out improperly, so we'll never know. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, update. I've heard that Germans are detail-oriented to the point of being anal. Maybe it's because she's a fraulein. Or maybe because the company was originally a race car company and race cars are never dirty? Question mark. Update 2. Rob, obviously you're not a driver and you own a Dodge Omni. I feel your pain. Update 3. I have since learned that I might not be love, but karma. And by the way, people with no feelings for cars and things mechanical don't need to respond. You can get your two points in home and garden or something.
1: Yeah. God. You're gonna need to get
2: their there. You guys all right? I garden. don't feel
3: good about this. I don't.
1: I don't like any of the people involved in that thread. I don't. I don't. I just. Do it, you think this was a dragon posting this? Because <laughs> I know that dragons fuck cars.
3: I don't want to made be made to become chicken.
1: Was it the uh, was it the <laughs> the uh, the space alien from Blondie's
2: Rapture? Who <laughs> goes around eating cars? Eats well, Cadillacs, Lincoln's too, Mercury's and Subaru. Yeah.
1: yeah, and you don't stop. We're keeping it totally 80s here. Mm-hmm.
3: I love the 80s. Yeah.
1: Um. No,
2: they can't. So, do
3: you guys think cars can feel love? No, yeah, they can
1: absolutely. <laughs>
2: Split decision.
1: Um, they can feel love, but they uh, interestingly that's the only emotion they can <laughs> the feel. The only
3: one. They well, don't feel anger. They or They also fear. feel
1: Schadenfreude. Of course, mm-hmm. which is just Volkswagens the pain though, right? of Yeah, that's just Volkswagens. Just Volkswagens. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a weird wouldn't, software thing. Wouldn't the you admit, put however, in.
3: that Volkswagens are like the physical embodiment of Schadenfreude? Sh- thank you I'm having a, a rough morning
1: you mean because they were bored of
3: the Nazis exactly yeah but they're great cars <laughs> This got really dark really fast
2: <laughs> way to
1: go zoe thanks hey Classic. listen Can't that to our lives let's take a break and go to the money zone don' don't don't
4: <laughs> oh, you McElroy brothers, you're always such cut-ups. <laughs> <laughs> they
5: sound a little different, don't you think?
4: These people aren't fucking brothers. <laughs> oh my god. They're not the brothers, way. they're just funny people. You've parted the veil. <laughs> uh, boy, it's nice to have a fucking week off. Jeez oh boy. except
5: that it wasn't really a week off, because we recorded two other podcasts that aren't ours. You've probably recorded what, like four? Like a hundred thousand podcasts so many podcasts were caught in a tornado of podcasts but this one we didn't have to do because jesse dave and ria were so kind to step in and i hope you've been enjoying it uh but it, i i it's too bad
4: if you have because now we're stepping in to sell you some shit harry's is uh our first sponsor this week they're the harry's.com specifically I almost said pacifically, like a baby, and I'm not oh sure why. Oh my god, Justin's been, been reading a lot of the old family circus. <laughs> Harry's meat bulbs offer a high quality sh- no, they're, they're razors, actually. <laughs>
5: Harry's Harry's Pischetti is <laughs> the tenderest noodles around.
4: Harry's razors offer a high quality shave that's better for your face and for your wallet. They got a $15 starter set. It's got a razor, foaming shave, jello shave cream, and three razor blades plus free shipping. I love Harry's stuff. Uh, I especially like their aftershave. I'm huge in their aftershave. I think it smells great. Uh, mm. But they got a ton of good stuff. And here's the good news. If that $15 price tag is still a little rich for you, you can go to harrys.com and get $5 off the starter set if you use the code MYBROTHER. That's all one word. And you can uh, start shaving better to get today. Again, that's harrys.com. And use the coupon code MYBROTHER for $5 off that starter set.
5: Um, uh, my, my brother, my brother, my brother, what the, what's wrong with us? What's wrong? We've been stumbling a lot.
4: We're drunk. I
5: don't think we're drunk. I think we've got ha- the yips.
4: Half I of us are th- drunk. This is
5: the first time we've ever explicitly had my brother, my brother, mean in competition. I yeah. feel like I'm back in middle school, and I'm auditioning for The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and I completely botch my monologue. But then Jesse Thorne steps up, and he does a perfect Mr. Tumnus, and then I know I'm just out of a job. So you I'm, were saying- I was saying that my brother, my brother and me is supported in part by Warby Parker, a new concept in eyewear. Fashion forward prescription glasses start at $95, and that includes prescription lenses. These these lenses are going to help you see better, guaranteed. With their, try, with their home try-on program, you can order five pairs of glasses, and they'll be shipped directly to your home. You try them on. You pick the frames you like. You send back the frames that you picked as a joke for free with no obligation to purchase. You don't have to buy them. You bought them as a joke to put on, and you showed your friends, and they were like, what are you doing? Just kidding. All of Warby Parker's frames are very sexy, I, I, I'm i guessing. Anyway, you can go to warbyparker.com, slash my brother. You can get a free three-day ship on your final frame <laughs> three-day ship. You
4: can get a three-day ship. Finally, the slang nobody asked
5: for is here. Uh, my, it's a boat, and after 72 hours, it is reduced to Flinders. Like Titanic. Anyway, that's... That is warbyparker.com slash my brother. All one word. Go there. Get those. Get that free three day ship. Get those frames. Put them all on your face at the same time. Say you're a 10 eyed monster man. Halloween costume solved.
4: (laughs) I got a message for Christopher Zagel from Paul and Tim. And uh, Paul and Tim say, Wow, you're marrying wonderful Meg. Congratulations to you and congratulations to wonderful Meg. We hope your hearts together become swollen with power. May your love be huge and vulnerable and dumb. That's uh, that's uh, lovely. It's very um, sweet. I wish um, I'd thought to come up with a nickname like Wonderful Meg.
5: Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, Justin, I also want to point out. And Delectable I, Hoops. Delectable Hoops is very good. Thank you. My God!
4: It's just off the tip of my tongue. It's just
5: right off the dump. I do want to point out that you said "Wow, like Christopher Walken," and then I almost like made a joke like "Wow, you sure sound like Christopher Walken." But then I knew you would then proceed yeah. to do the rest of the message as you've Mr. Walken. You've
4: done. You've done well. That was I did. good. Good instincts I, holding off on that. Wow,
5: restraint. Uh, that's all. And,
4: actually, all, all I can do. But that's a pretty good Christopher Walken. Wow, wow! <laughs> wow. If you ever need a Christopher Walken sound like for your uh, project. Uh, yeah. to, and you need to just say wow, and then exit the scene immediately. Hey,
5: all right, Blizzard Entertainment. How about You're looking it? for looking for something to it's enough, to, it's enough to, for a
4: fucking Hearthstone card, right?
5: Well, no, I was specifically talking about World of Warcraft.
4: Got a message for buyer, and it's from uh, Malachi, Grace, Maddie, Carson, and Bridget Underwood. Why
5: did Bridget get two names? Are they all
4: all Underwoods? Underwoods I think Holy is what I actually shit. think might be happening. Uh, the message says congratulations on putting a ring on the love of our lives with a combined total 72 years experience as the lucky friends of Bridget Bello, we could not have parted with her to anyone less worthy we look forward to many years of fresh croissant game nights karaoke and your fine Viking company couldn't be happier to call you our brother that is very sweet wow wow what a sweet message <laughs> Wow. Wow. Congratulations, <laughs> Bayer. B- Bayer. I'm Christopher Walken. <laughs> Bayer, that's a family that you have entered into that seems, wow, wow. very happy. I'm using wow to, as a, an accelerant to yeah. put the flame on the dying embers of this Christopher Walken impression as it dawdles away from me like an unruly toddler. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um it's been a fun money zone pretty, pretty, pretty uh, miss travis. travis he's covering for mark maron this week
5: that's he's, not true he's, right?
4: he's interviewing barry the prez a known barack obama impersonator
5: we uh no we literally called him to see if he could do it and he didn't answer sorry Trav. you gotta you gotta think quick you gotta that's be quick right, on the draw um, um
4: but so thank, thanks to all of you
5: thanks you to all of you for donating and making max fun swap week a possibility so here here let's let's break it down for him okay um as you can tell, uh, uh, Ria, Jesse, and Dave did my, my brother. My brother me, this week. Uh, that means me, Justin, and Travis did Jordan. Jesse go this week with uh, uh, Chuck Bryant
4: from Stuff You Should Know. Stuff You
5: Should Know. If it, it's it, I thought it turned out funny. Justin and I were a little slap happy because we've been on a, a work bender for like five straight days, and uh, and uh, we were drinking like you could just say oh, we, were yeah, we were drinking. Super drunk, uh, and uh, we talked about almost exclusively. We talked about the grinder. Yes, And we talked about two things, the weather in Georgia, and the grinder. We talked about the grinder for about 25 minutes.
4: Griffin invented a game from a drunken mispronunciation called Fuck, Carry, Mill. Fuck, fuck, Mill, Carry. Fuck, Mill, Carry, where you have to decide between fucking, milling, or carrying. (laughs) (laughs)
5: Anyway, it got real, and it was fun. You can find us there on Jordan Jesse Go this week. Uh, So uh, what, what are the other things? Oh, the Adventure Zone. Uh, so the, the guys at the Flophouse, a very, very, very funny podcast you should be listening to, uh, swapped with us this week at the Adventure Zone. That means that uh, they did uh, an arc on the Adventure Zone, which, I Justin, I don't know if you've listened to it yet, it ties into the end of our first
4: story arc. Really? It's cool. It, I mean, like, you haven't shared it with me yet. It I follows it. the
5: events of the first story arc of the Adventure Zone. Uh, I liked it a whole lot. It's like two hours long. It's beefy. Uh, so, so that's going to be on Thursday, and we should have
4: broken that into two. Really milked this shit. Got a nice yeah, little a point. Point. <laughs> Uh
5: And then us, the the my brother, and my brother, me, bros, and our dad, who is also on the Adventure Zone. We did the Flop House, where we talked about the movie Leprechaun Origins. It was a nightmare, but I think it was fun too
4: uh and then sawbones, sawbones switched with Ono oh ross and Carey. so yes. uh ross and Carey is doing sawbones this week and uh uh i was we were supposed to have an episode for them this weekend but my tooth is abscess and i'm my life's a living hell and i can't finish it this weekend but next weekend hoo boy hoo strap boy. in
5: we're, we're stretching out it's max fun swap month baby who knows where we're gonna end up next yep mary i don't Marin, he's not on, I cannot t- stress this enough. He is not on the Maximum Fun Network
4: and product. Wait, wow. I didn't wow. know. <laughs>
5: Stupid. Stupid, dumb show. Can we throw it back to the, the, the professionals? Here you go,
4: professionals.
5: Wow, back take, to you in the studio. Take this baby bird from us. We've been trying to nurse it back to health, but we done crushed it.
3: I'm Cameron Esposito. I'm Rhea Butcher.
2: I am Ricky Carmona. And
3: we are the cast members, what, I don't know, podcastiness of (laughs) Wham Bam Pal. That's an action sci-fi movie podcast you can find on MaximumFun.org or on iTunes. And what do we do? News reviews and things you can use. Tons of things you can use. We break it down so it can forever be broken. Hilarious jokes. Plus, sometimes there's a dog in the studio. Sometimes there's a dog here. We'll Um. see you in your earbuds!
1: Welcome back to My Brother, My Brother, and Me. I'm your oldest brother, Jesse Thorne, from other shows. I'm your middle brother, Dave Holmes, from
2: another show.
3: And I'm your little brother, Rhea Butcher, from other stuff, and always wanting to be a little brother. Oh. Aww. Yeah, it's great. Um, Dreams I've- come true.
1: I'm I'm really proud of the work we're doing so far. Me too. Um me too. I'm proud of Dave's totally 80s references. Thanks. Kill um up. I'm proud of Gag me with R- a spoon, Rhea's. guys. <laughs> <laughs> Do, it. I'm Do it. Come on. Proud of Rias. Uh I'm proud of Rias' focus on brain reprogramming. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm proud that I managed to bring in the Philips CD interactive. Sure. Um which is basically the only reference I'm capable of generating. <laughs> this is great. We should do this more often.: We really should. Here's something I feel good about this. I really do. Here's something I that, oh, from like the chemistry. cackling in Canada. OK? Mm, okay. I'm not a particularly funny person, oh. but sometimes I accidentally say "real gustbusters, gutbusters. <laughs> gutbusters that leave, leave sometimes, uh, I occasionally that I do. say That's real
3: Ghostbusters <laughs> I occasionally
1: <laughs>
2: the I just recite the entire
1: screenplay of Ghostbusters
3: and <laughs> Ghostbusters 2 sometimes I watch the real Ghostbusters
1: <laughs> yeah sometimes I watch the other <laughs> Ghostbusters the terrible with one with the monkey yeah purple was it purple the monkey mm-hmm. on the, on the no, original Ghostbusters I think Ghostbusters. you're thinking
3: of purple gorilla wait Grape, direct, grape ape is what you're thinking of. Direct
1: your comments to the McElroy brothers. This
3: gorilla was wearing a, like a safari cowboy hat with the one side up, like Jurassic Park.
1: He was big though. He was a gorilla, a big guy. Right? Yeah,
3: he's not a monkey. I was I was just using a umbrella term.
1: It's okay. A few people already let uh, Griffin and Justin and I'm Travis sure. know yes. that uh, some lady came on their podcast and confused <laughs> apes and monkeys. <laughs> Uh, I'm not a particularly funny person, but sometimes I accidentally say real gut busters that leave people gulping for air for excruciatingly long (laughs) periods of time. I've never, ever known what to do while they're still laughing besides sit around awkwardly waiting for it to end. Brothers, as that's us, as three (laughs) naturally hilarious people. Thank you very much. Although it's a skill we've developed over many years. It wasn't just born into us. Do you have any college. advice for dealing with this situation? Sincerely, cackling in Canada.
3: Can I say one thing? Yes. What? Leave Canada for a little while. Okay. Stop being so Canadian about this.
1: Right, yeah.
2: Because it's
3: being very Canadian about this. It's a very good like, point. Like, sometimes I'm really funny so much so that people are suffocating. Uh-huh. And I just don't know what to do about it. It's yeah. very Canadian.
1: How can I help them? Get without
3: come to Los Angeles, right? And you'll feel so much better about this, like immediately. Number one, people are not going to laugh that hard at stuff. No, it's going right. to be a lot harder. to no, Get those you know gut busters out because we don't have guts here. That's We're, true. None of They're us are souls. eating.
2: They will laugh, but it'll uh, it'll be this. Ha! It'll be that. <laughs> it will be. It'll be the laugh Those of recognition. Immediately get
3: on their phone. Yeah,
2: it's like like when you're at a comedy show and yep. another comic mm-hmm. is there. They the, you can't laugh anymore. Nope. They're laughed out. All laughed but they out. want to acknowledge that mm-hmm. that they know that you've told a joke. Yep. So it, so it, that it's that laugh. All, and it's also the the Frasier laugh of like when when there's like a they've made a, a like a deep cut joke on Frasier and your friend who gets it because he saw that Gilbert and Sullivan thing one time goes ha. Yep. Because he wants you to know you got it. Yep. That's the kind of laugh you'll get. It's and like it's real quick. You can you can fucking, you can can fucking find shit to do during that. Oh, That's yeah. like three quarters of a second. You're like right so come old. on down here.
1: Like people at a Shakespeare festival who, who <sighs> understand why Shakespeare said that French people are fat or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, ho,
3: <laughs> ho, <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Not real. I get it. Not real. You might
3: as well just say, I get it.
1: Not real
2: laughter. Yeah. Um. Ghost, so, ghost them. Yeah. While they're laughing real hard, just leave. <laughs> just, just, leave. Get just leave. Or just get, get really ghost. good at mugging.
3: Just get really good at mugging. Look at them. Yeah. Take it in. Enjoy yeah. it. Stop apologizing. Ring it out. Just get, like it. Yeah. Just I don't know. Smile. That's the whole point. Yeah, the the point either of, that or stop talking.
1: Look, here's the point of making somebody laugh. When you make somebody laugh, for a brief moment, you've reprogrammed their brain <laughs> yes. to have control over them. Yeah, that's why we've all gotten into this business. Yeah, we just want those
3: programming brains. Brief
1: moments where we control our peers rather than them looking down upon us. Uh-huh. So revel in that. In that yes. moment, you are like unto a king or queen. You are like unto a god. Yeah, you are. Controlling the very physical, unconscious
3: physical reactions of your opponents slash friends. If You're this not was, wrong. If this was thousands of years ago, you could be killing them all.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> eating their hearts. Yes,
3: and taking all of their food and uh, you know supplies and things like that. My uh, recommendation by making them laugh.
1: My recommendation is. Paint yourself gold while they're laughing. <laughs> then they'll know who but the leave, real God is. Leave
3: one little spot open because you don't want to suffocate.
1: You do not want to suffocate. No, you want to leave. You know what you do is you put, I don't know if you know this, Rhea. I don't know. If you, ever, you put straws up your nose mm-hmm. before you paint your entire body gold. Yes. You're going to want to shave your body too because yeah. otherwise it's not going to take the paint properly. It won't. No. Or just you- dye the body hair.
2: Yeah. Or you can prime it. You can <laughs> yeah, sure. prime
3: yourself. You know, put a little. I mean, if you're here in
1: Los Angeles, I think getting gold-dyed body hair is a little easier mm-hmm. than it is in Canada. Yeah. Um. Because there's all those gold-dyed body hair salons. The, the Kardashians just opened a whole chain of dyer body hair gold. Sure. I mean, salons. who else? Who else would do it? Um. What? Uh. Ria, what do you got on the Yahoo front there?
3: We're not doing the. when do we? No, we're saving the last. Okay. One. Okay. Sorry. 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 Oh yes. Got it. Okay. Sent in by Drew Davenport from Yahoo Answers user Concerned. Thank you,
1: Drew Davenport, the great Drew Davenport. The great
3: Drew Davenport of couch-making fame, right? Yeah. Sofa-making fame. Yeah. Can you unknowingly sign away your organs like Dilbert? <laughs> I, was, I was reading my Dilbert calendar, and in it, he unknowingly signs away his organs when signing a software services contract. They then come to harvest his organs. Is it possible to have that happen in real life? Yeah, it is.
1: Yeah, of course it
2: is. It's
3: real. Everything in Dilbert is real.
1: Yeah, Dilbert's a documentary (laughs)
2: cartoon. Right,
3: yeah. I have a tie just like that. It points straight up to (laughs) the sky. I think it is
1: so revolutionary. Like, when you talk about the great documentarians, the Maisel's brothers, uh, Errol Morris, Uh uh, uh, Werner Herzog. Sure. um, The Sarah Koenig Sarah Koenig <laughs> from
3: the podcast. The Sarah Koenig. Well, I mean, listen, it's a
1: documentary <laughs> podcast. Really? Yeah. Um, great when point. You, when you Thanks. talk about great documentarians, I feel like too few people mention Dilbert creator Scott Dickers Adams. Adams, yeah, Scott Adams? Scott Adams. Yeah. Scott Dickers is the former editor of the Onion. Scott oh, okay. Adams, yeah. Yeah. Scott, yeah. Scott Adams. Scott Adams, who used to work at
2: PG and E or something. Yeah. And now writes crazy right wing. Does he screens. really? I think. Yeah. Oh. I might. I might be spreading lies I've got, I'm getting, like a getting a nod outside the booth yeah it feels true doesn't it yeah.
3: that sounds that feels yeah. right
1: yeah it feels good
2: With
3: the name like Dilbert mm-hmm. it's gonna go downhill from there I uh, think
1: Dilbert I think Dilbert could win the Republican primary it's wide open I do right too now, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know yeah, and he's got he's got a he's got a real kinship with the common man.
2: Absolutely, he
1: much understands more so he than him. much more so than Donald Trump, who's leading the pack right now. Oh mm.
3: my God, I have talked to way too many normal people that are like, I like his ideas. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> name one.
3: Yeah, name. they don't live in this and then, state know, yeah. or this side of the country at all. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they live in the flyover states, or what I like to call the Pepsi states.
1: Uh-huh. Winning against China. That's one of his great ideas. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what, would you we're rather lose lot. against China? Yeah, we're going to win a lot. We're going to be tired of winning. We're going to win so much. You guys much really are starting to real sa- things I don't mean to be mean about this, but you guys are really starting to sound like losers. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife's sister just texted her asking yeah. if we have any room on her, on our Netflix account for her to use. I'm not sure why, but I really don't want to give her our password. I think it's the whole, hey... Since you're already paying for this thing that I want, can I have some aspect of it? She makes her own money and is definitely capable of starting a subscription. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that she has a hard time starting projects. <laughs> In other words, I know technically it won't cost us any money, but I don't want this Netflix leech hanging <laughs> on to us for as long as she can. If we say yes, how long until she's asking for our HBO Now account? Or Amazon Prime? How can we say no to this without seeming like selfish and cheap? Are we being selfish and cheap? Sincerely, Netflix and not so chill Mm. in Alaska. (laughs)
3: Okay. Ooh, nachos chill? Um, (laughs) It's funny that he says at the end, we... Yeah, because at the beginning he was saying I, mm. and then he's like, "Are we being cheap about this? Bringing the wife back into it?" Uh-huh. Yeah, so, so that I would love to know if the wife is like, "Hey, my sister wants to be on this Netflix thing," and he's like, "No." Yeah, to his wife, this not. is some just,
1: sister-in-law shit. Like, let's is. get
3: real. He also this doesn't isn't use some Netflix the sister-in-law. Account.
1: Yeah,
2: he's like my
3: wife's sister. This
1: is
2: some sister-in-law shit. Yeah, and this is something the wife definitely shrugged off on him. She she wants to say no,
1: but she doesn't want to do it herself. Right. So she's making him him do it, and he's uncomfortable. This is raw as hell. Yeah, it really is. This is is serious. This is a serious family situation. This could tear this family apart. Like the Thornbirds. ghost Mm -hmm. them. Is that in the seventies? Was the Thornbirds in the seventies? Famous Uh, television miniseries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn it. You know what? Late seventies though. Like Dallas. Is that
3: in the eighties? Oh, seventies. It's not the 80s. What's the 70s the and 80s. 80s?
2: Miami Vice. Miami yeah. Vice. This could Dynasty. tear this family apart. LA Dynasty. Dynasty. That's yes. what I need. Dynasty. Falcon yeah.
3: Crest. Falcon
2: Dynasty. Crest. Yeah. It was probably like 79. Yeah. Um, okay. Which is here's, basically 1980. Um, here's what. he here's what should do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> same thing basically. Uh, this everyone could tear wearing... his
0: family apart like the
1: Jacksons' Victory Tour.
2: There it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, she. Uh, he should give her the password. Yeah. And then add that spooky movie. To her cue that makes you that you die after seven days. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. That's a movie. Yeah. But the but not not the movie about that the actual the thing. The actual
3: movie from the, the movie. Actual the actual movie. So movie. she
2: watches it and then she'll die after and then she'll right. be a ghost.
3: Yeah. Perfect. Right. I. uh... And also make her settings like for kids only. Yes. You make it so that she can't change it. And yes. Then she's like, damn it. That's exactly it. Then she has to get her own thing.
1: Right. I think things are showing up in my Amazon. That I did not watch. I think Lindsay probably stole my Amazon password. Ooh. Because there are animes appearing in my Amazon Prime, you just watched, like finish watching this. Mm -hmm. I think that Lindsay logged into my thing so she could watch uh, Janet Varney on Legend of Korra or something. (laughs) And now all my recommendations are for, yeah, weird, weird foreign cartoons. Strange. Very strange. I definitely blame Lindsay for this. I know. I don't want to be called the chicken.
3: I don't want to become called the chicken.
1: (laughs) I have moved into a new apartment in Scotland only to discover my room is mega chill. (laughs) Even in two sweaters, wool socks and hat. I, a seasoned Canadian, so am uncomfortably cold. I've slept <laughs> in this sad room one night and have already developed a dreadful case of the sniffles. Hmm. I'm tempted to throw myself on the mercy of Scottish Walmart and buy every electric blanket and space heater in sight, but I'm on a pathetic student's budget. Do you have any tips on keeping warm? Since signed, The Little Match Girl. You could light the whole place on fire. Yeah, that's true. Set then it you, get, then uh, you get uh, a nice insurance get settlement. Yeah. And and if you get even if you get more than one electric blanket or space heater, that will already happen. You know what? You saying you saying the phrase "hot, hot, hot" makes me think of an '80s reference I should make, which is maybe just invite Buster Poindexter over. There you go. Yeah. It's always a hot time when he's around. Yeah. Um,
2: or or the hot cure. time
3: in the city with uh, Billy Idol. You know. Sure. Isn't that Billy Idol? No,
2: that was Billy. Oh boy. Hot, hot in the city. Nick oh, I'm thinking of
3: a different song. Hot, hot child in the, in the city. Tonight. Hot in the city was Billy yep. Idol. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My but bad. I think, I'm but I think my from billies. the '70s. I'm tripping Billies over here. Tripping Billies.
2: <laughs> there's a uh, there's a woman at my gym with the the Dave Matthews band Fire fire Lady tattoo. Ooh. Like in the in tramp stamp position. That's and I just, forever. it's impossible for me to take a person seriously with it's that. It's in there forever. That's amazing. It's That's in, in there skin. forever. She it's went, not even a bumper sticker. Nope. A bumper sticker would be bad enough. Or a t-shirt, it would last the can life throw of your coat. Yeah. She
1: That's went on to your the, body forever. She went to the tattoo men. And mm-hmm. said to him, "I've got this uh, Dave Matthews CD. I'd like you to put on my body for the rest, for the my rest life. of my I life." I
3: love Dave. Yeah. I hated the way in high school. There was a summer into my senior year in high school that everyone got into Dave Matthews, and all they they referred to him as simply Dave oh the entire school year. And I hated it because everybody went to this one concert in uh, Akron at Blossom Music Center. Uh huh. Everybody, uh, and they just referred to him as Dave. Did you go to Dave? 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 Yeah, you were at Dave, right? Oh, I hated it. I no. ghosted them all.
2: Yeah, you should. <laughs> you should.
3: Anyway, throw I'm- a Billies. smoke bomb and run away. Yeah.
2: <laughs> if you see any more of those I'm st- people,
1: I'm still dealing with the emotional after effects of uh, Tori and Annie. Mm. Uh, from high school, and I have respect for both mm-hmm. of them. as did you see them people on Lilith? Artists? Uh, well, no, I did not. Hmm. Uh, but others did. If you're in the theater department of an arts high school oh, in 1998, oh, uh, that's doctor. what's popping.
3: Sure. Wow. Okay. Yeah.
1: There's some serious overall action going on <sighs> in that community. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was that was some real shit. Wow. <laughs> that's actually that actually sounds like a really great time to be alive to Ani DeFranco well I yeah. think it's 1998? a great time I mean, I mean to, to, be young, no to be young to young party there's no doubt that it was a great time to be a lady in a theater high school in San Francisco sure because you could just go full on fucking Tori Amos yeah. no shoes. emotional collapse at all but, times yeah, yeah. Uh, because that was like what you're supposed to be doing because you're an actress oh
2: god that <laughs> sounds so satisfying
1: and you can be as brave and powerful as Ani DeFranco is oh oh and then I'll just be like, well, I mean, I, I would like to be friends with Macy O'Parker. She's friends with Macy O'Parker. <laughs> Fuck, man. She's met that, Prince. God, that sounds so good. That sounds so freeing. Yeah. You can't imagine how difficult it
2: was growing up, like, repressed and Catholic. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Look at the way I still dress. I'm forty four years old. You know what I mean? Like it's it's you like, mean like a handsome guy Dave? Oh no, thanks. But like <laughs> but to you know, when I'm you know, to go through the turbulent years and have to pretend that you're not going through the turbulent years is a lot of fucking work. Oh, it and is and wow. I'm really jealous of people who like went to places where it's like You know, you you fucking do mushrooms and you jump out of a tree and you break your leg or whatever. And that's just that's just shit
1: that people do. Like, that's God damn it. I'm so jealous. I feel like multiple people that I went to high school with went to Burning Man.
3: Yes. What? As 15 year olds. Uh The Dave (laughs) Matthews concert was the craziest thing that anybody in my high school did.
1: People were trying to get their driver's license at 16 so they could finally drive their art car. Yeah. Oh,
3: was it a Volkswagen? I was like the squarest guy in my entire high school, by far. See, I realized the other day that I was like the weirdest person at my high school. Wow. Because as I was listening to Serial, they were talking about like, oh yeah, it's just who you went to for this, you know, everybody just knew he was like the bad kid or whatever. And I went, huh, who was that? Oh shit, I think it was me. Because I couldn't think of anybody else, so yeah. it had to be me, right? But you're so regular, yeah? I know. I know, Jesse, I know. You're wearing
1: a baseball hat. You're I on a baseball, a baseball team, hat. Rhea. How much more regular could you be than to be on a baseball team? Well,
3: I am a woman.
1: Yeah, that's true.
3: <laughs> so that is the weird part.
1: What position do you play?
3: I was playing third. Yeah. Uh, but you got I also, the arm for that? I do have the arm for that.
1: How do you feel about charging it on a bunt?
3: Oh, I always charge on a bunt. Yeah. My knees are bad right now, though. Oh. I was playing in a fall league. I was playing second. You know that's fine. I play second. Also, got hit in the face in the, in the last game because I was oh, playing shit. second.
1: Ooh, I, one that's time. You know, the only time I, my my uh, baseball team growing up, I always went. I always played. I played in park leagues, and the park that I played at, our team was always bad. Every year it was bad, um, and uh, basically, like the main difference between the good teams and the bad teams in my league. Uh, was uh, the good teams came from out in the avenues in San Francisco, and they would just have like three or four uh, giant Pacific Islander people Mm. uh, who were like two feet taller than everyone else. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dudes and ladies. There was Mm -hmm. a lady named Leslie, I remember. She was amazing. She was like the best player in the entire league. (laughs) She was like a foot taller than me. Was it Leslie Jones? Um, It was. It was Leslie Jones from Saturday Night Live, but Samoan. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and our team was bad every year. And then one year we made the playoffs, and it was, like, the most thrilling thing in our entire life that we made the uh, the Mustang League playoffs. And uh, our best player was this guy named Philip, who was a Seventh-day Adventist, and I would always see him out with his parents on 16th Street in San Francisco on Saturdays, like, passing out uh, – uh, final calls or no? That's that's final, the nation of Islam. Final countdowns. Um, yeah, the final countdown. Uh, Maxi single. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, on, on single. We can't get out of the '80s. We the, can't. <laughs> the final countdown.
0: I'd
3: stay there um, forever.
1: And Philip was our pitcher. So he pitched like the first four, like he pitched as much as you were allowed to pitch because you weren't allowed to pitch the whole game. And then he went into left field. Somebody uh, singled into left field, uh, threw it to me. Uh, Philip threw it into me at second base. It skipped off a rock, hit me in the head, gave me a concussion. Oh my god! Uh, and uh, and I had to be taken out of like the fourth inning of the only playoff game we ever uh, made it to. Oh. oh man! It was like so crushing, brutal, it was so crushing to me. It was the the low point of my entire childhood, probably. Yeah. Oh, well, second to that time. I lost to the kid who wasn't even wearing a real fucking costume it's just yes, his dad's uniform for dad. work diet 7 up dead dad's uniform it was before September 11th too I mean it's not <laughs> of like course, it, of oh, course we weren't fetishizing after, it yet yeah give me a break what do you got on the yahoos Rhea
3: oh on the yahoos let's see uh, this is also sent in by Drew Davenport uh, the great
1: Drew Davenport mm-hmm. no username you know Drew you know, Drew, Drew Davenport's a, a real piece of beefcake
3: Oh yeah, sounds like
1: a, a big, big, tough, handsome guy, hunk mm-hmm. of beef. Yeah, I met that guy. Okay. Alliterated name is really uh, that's, double D. It just yeah, Didi. like it.
3: Hey, D It. A it masculine connotes Didi. hotness. Didi.
1: It suggests hotness, like it the does. great D D Ramone, probably the yeah. best rapper in the Ramones. Hmm. Okay, the great only part. one who put out a terrible rap album, anyway. <laughs> Did he really? Uh, yeah, there's a song uh, called "Half German Kid," mm. uh, and it has a part in the rap that goes. Uh, I feel comfortable with this because once long ago, before he died, uh, he was scheduled to be on The Sound of Young America and uh, just wasn't home. And his wife said he had just gone to the grocery store. (laughs) Um, But uh, then we just played his whole rap album because we were so upset and Uh didn't know what else to do to fill the time. Yeah. Um, But he had a song called Half German Kid that went, did you ever see a glider flying in the wind? I bet you didn't know I'm half German. Ooh. Boy, that's... That's bad.
3: Hey, on many
1: levels. Let's know. At
2: at some point, he probably said what his name was and what he was there to say Uh, on that album. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Apparently, like from what I've heard, like he just started showing up to Ramon's gigs in like a full like Beastie Boys outfit because he was an insane person and genuinely believed he could make rap the next big part of his career. Oh, Wow. wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That makes that, I
2: love him now. <laughs> yeah.
3: All I can say is, wow. So, from Drew Davenport, we don't have a user, Yahoo user, uh, but the question is Is finding out what Hogwarts house someone is in an acceptable prerequisite for dating them? Oh
2: God, I hate Drew Davenport so what much. What
3: has happened to the world? you <laughs> oh, hate I Drew Davenport.
2: So he's know. bringing us, much. he's bringing us good times. Nothing
3: uh. like this ever happened in the 80s. No, it didn't.
2: <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe to children, and then they got to a certain point, and it was like, "Yeah, no, I'm, I don't."
3: I'm no, I've grown I'm an adult.
2: up. Yeah, I'm an adult. Uh, I miss adulthood. I really do. <laughs>
1: There's so few examples of
2: it. It was such in a sliver world. of time
3: yeah. where people were adults. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, one one last question before we get out of here. I Tindered while drunk last night and ended up flirting with a coworker. Yeah, turns out I don't want to pursue this, but now I don't know how to artfully extricate myself from this interoffice. No man's. <sighs> Got any advice for me? A bit of a dumbo who feels a lot like a lot of a jerk. Sincerely, <laughs> Tipsy Tinderer. Tipsy Tinderer. You know, there's a
2: theme and it's like everybody thinks that the world wants to fucking hang out with them all the time.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like,
2: why Dave don't you Dave, maybe think Dave, of, you nobody so wants to hang more out with brutal you. you <laughs> are
1: the McElroy brothers. You're like the world's most Good. brutal McElroy brother. But I
2: mean, honestly, like, if you think of the ambivalence that you're feeling... 80% of the people who have questions this week and think about the fact that the other people might be feeling that too. You know what I mean? Th- this person was probably drunk too and is probably just as mortified. <laughs> drunk tinderer.
1: It's, I mean, if you're... Yeah, no. The world is a cold and, unfa- uh, and and unkind place. Untrue. The world is a great place, but you just have to manage your
2: expectations of yes, the world.
3: Yes, and... To put a slightly positive spin on it, like, you will feel better if you stop caring what other people think all the time. Yes. Obviously, don't lose it completely to where you have, like, no empathy and you also don't care about what you do because then you'll just become a huge jerk. Let's be honest. It's it's a delicate
1: balance. It's better to, even in a small high school, it's better to have these friends than no friends. Of course,
3: yes. Use people as much as you want. Yeah. However, do not get get spun into the the fact that they might be concerned about you because they do not care. (laughs) They have all of their shit going on. Yeah.
2: Guy who ghosted, if, if the friends were like so desperate to find out what was going on with you and why you ghosted or whatever, they could
3: text
1: that takes one second.
2: Yeah. We don't know how...
3: They may have ghosted you. They you may have make, ghosted you. They have ghosted you as well.
1: We don't know how deep this guy ghosted, though. This guy could be... this. I mean, this deep could ghost. be like the level of deep ghost that your television agent pulled yeah,
2: on sure. you, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> it could be like a Jennifer Garner in Alias kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Like, he could have just taken on a completely new identity. So many
3: ghosts, he doesn't even know what a ghost is anymore.
1: No. Okay. This week's theme music... On my brother, my brother and me, and every week's theme music on my brother and my my brother and me from our great friend John Roderick and the Long Winters. It's a departure. Thank you to him for letting us use that on this show. Uh, Dave Holmes is the host of International Waters, right here on MaximumFun.org. It is a pop culture quiz show. It's real fun. Uh, it is real fun, real funny. A team of British comedians com- competes against a team of American comedians mm-hmm. to determine international pop culture supremacy. That's correct. It's a delight twice a month on the MaximumFun.org network. This is all true. Uh, it is one of the funniest shows you could ever hope to listen to. Yes. Rhea Butcher, the co-host of uh, Wham Bam Pow with Rhea and Ricky, uh, the action and uh, sci-fi movie
3: podcast, Indeed smash it is. hit, smash hit.
1: Rhea is literally the world's foremost Back to the Future obsessive. The fact that we've made it through this entire show with as, where where we were making '80s references and Ria didn't—only made one. Oh, okay,
3: I did make one Back to the Future Part Two reference early on when we were oh. talking about becoming chicken. I mean, I to be fair, anime. Oh. The whole part Pussy. where we
1: were talking about Dave dressing up like a punk rock guy, mm-hmm. I didn't talk about my hobby horse, which is Star Trek IV: The Voyage Home, uh, the whales. Star Trek Fish Out of the Star Trek Fish Out of Water comedy.
3: <laughs> I love that one in
1: more ways than one. It's a By literal time fish out of water, Although whales are mammals, send your comments to the <laughs> McElroy brothers on Twitter, please. Uh, Rhea, uh, and I. Oh, I'm the host yeah. of Bullseye with Jesse Thorne, the NPR show on your local NPR station and via podcast. Uh, In depth interviews with important figures from the worlds of art and culture that are fun, uh, fascinating, and funny. Um, uh, sometimes uh, stand up comedy, uh, p- culture recommendations, uh, a really fun show. And the vulgar comedy talk fest that is called Jordan Jesse Go, uh, now celebrating uh, roughly its 1,200th thre- year. Yeah, of modern access. Wow,
3: has it been that long?
1: Yeah, I know, twelve hundred years <laughs> since the Moguls ruled Persia. <laughs> um, and I'm on the Bailiff on the Judge John Hodgman podcast, where questions like this get decided much more definitively, mm. uh, but with less fanciful goofs. Um, Ria, you've got one last. Yahoo answer for us to go out on.
3: I also completely forgot to mention that I will be on tour this fall. Oh, my gosh. Starting very soon. You can find that on my website, which is just my name, com. Ria is a
1: hilarious stand-up comedian. I am indeed. Probably the only stand-up comedian you'll ever uh, bust your gut laughing at, uh, who's also both a successful second baseman and a former professional skateboarder
3: <laughs> i am yeah i am all I three of all those of that. things i know isn't
1: love that cool all of that ria's yeah. cool
3: yeah i'm pretty cool i, I like and
1: admire Rhea butcher i have yeah.
3: a portland mavericks t-shirt on right now yeah oh, so how cool, cool is that how so cool is that cool.
2: Yeah. great boots so I went to your yeah, rib- thank so great you really boots, solid boots red wing jeans. iron selvaged, cuffed, ranger just, just
3: denim. exactly the right way apc's petite standard
2: pompadour to fucking die for very cool, guys. Prompt all of die. this is true, very cool. Yeah. So, it's a podcast, you'll it's just have to look me up. Bummer you live in Los Angeles because I want to see how you layer in the right? winter months. The, I me, really too. Do.
3: It is a bummer that I live here because I want to see me layer as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's why I go on tour so I can layer in other places. I, literally, I
1: literally just went on a layering tour of Scandinavia. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went to Oslo, Stockholm, and Copenhagen specifically just so I could do some layering. Just to layer.
3: Mm-hmm. And hey, this should go to the person in Scotland. Yeah, just layer. Yeah, just layer, layer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Did we ever
2: answer that at all? There's some beautiful
3: wool-rich blankets that are great, made yeah. in the USA. Buy one of those; that'll yeah. keep yeah. you nice and warm.
1: Yeah, layer. Put blankets on. Yeah. So the she just said get a she said Twenty dollar space heater.
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Another option. <laughs> Make sure yeah. you turn yeah. and it and on all... and off. Yes. Just remember that. Keep your that blankets off. away yeah. from it.
3: Yeah. Off. Yeah. Off. So the she said she said tour starts up this fall. Check it out on my website. And our final Yahoo is sent in by Rachel Sperling from. Ans- Yahoo answers user Owen.
1: Thank you, Rachel, the Great rach
3: Spur. go, Rachel Spurs. Is only wanting male Pokemon in my party make me sexist?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's really about ethics in gaming journalism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The McElroy brothers will be back next week on My Brother, My Brother at Night. Kiss your sister-in-law square on the mouth. <laughs>
0: Maximumfund.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. I'm Jesse Thorne. I'm Jordan Morris. The federal government has millions of dollars in programs and opportunities that you need to seize today. You're a taxpayer, right? Well, then you've got it coming. Thanks to Uncle Sam. You can get grant programs for veterans. Postage stamps that'll ensure your mail gets there in a timely fashion. Fruit for you and your family. Childcare for your children that turns them into super soldiers. Get a million dollars to open your own lake. Useful power tools that are easy on your soft, delicate hands. Your own personal radioactive brick. More sexual attention from everyone at the used bookstore. Greyhound tickets. Soft, gentle kisses from TV's John Goodman. A real narwhal. Athletic socks filled with stew a valuable pamphlet on millet your father's approval don't wait right now for all of this and more drop us a line jordan jesse go one two three itunes street or wherever you download podcasts